0: Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Palmer T. Lee. We recorded this a few weeks ago in Olympia, Washington. Get Up in the Cool is listener-funded. Shout-out to Christopher Benke, who just signed up on Patreon. Thanks so much! to those of you who haven't yet signed up for get up in the cool's patreon go to patreon.com slash in the cool which is linked in the show notes for this episode and choose a support level that you can sustain thanks for keeping the lights on everyone make sure to stick around afterwards and i'll tell you how to keep up with palmer t lee but first here's our interview and jam. enjoy That's how the tune goes. That's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, today, right now, Palmer T. Lee, welcome to Get Up In The Cool. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I think I first heard about you when I was in Chicago and I saw a tour poster of um, you and Kendall. Is that her? Mm-hmm. how her name is pronounced? Ken- Kendall, yeah. Kendall, yeah. great. There's only one vowel. Yeah. Yeah what one oh sorry i thought you said s- syllable i was like <laughs> one syllable yeah. we like, no that would be hard no. <laughs> okay <Keep>. it was <laughs> back home, i think that's how they pronounce it. Yeah. yeah uh you you and Kendall uh holding banjos and um uh in in dress that was i i guess i mean this as a compliment if it was like kind of high camp a bit um, and I was it. Uh, was it our Bonnie and Clyde
1: poster? Maybe that's what it was. Serious. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah totally. It was that. great. Yeah. That was my favorite <laughs> poster.
0: It was really good. And uh, and then, I think I met you at Ole Old Time, mm-hmm. maybe two years ago, or maybe three years ago.
2: Maybe. Yeah. Because
0: last year wasn't one. Because right? I've been to two. I think it was three years ago, so and we were at a very. It was there was snow on the ground and yeah. we were in a tent yeah, with and a big there heater furnaces in the,
1: yeah. The, yeah the fireplaces and the tents yeah
0: so I don't know if we actually exchanged names at that point or not but I, I think that's think when so. we were in the same area yeah. at the same time and yeah, then and I was like I had, oh yeah that's the lowest pair right <laughs> the lowest pair guy
1: yeah I had kind of a <laughs> similar experience because I had heard of you. Like a friend of mine back home had turned me on to your show a oh, few years ago um so but I had no idea that you lived in Portland or like I didn't know a thing about you, you know. And then yeah, I was I was jamming with Pink and Brian and Alex and and I just like heard this banjo player in the other tent. And we were all kinda like, Let's go jam with that
0: guy. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely.
1: <laughs> and then yeah, later on in the night I learned that you, you know, kinda connected the dots mm. you were. So yeah.
0: Well, so you play the banjo. You play traditional music, and then I was listening to the lowest pair this morning. That's a different genre, a yeah, different vibe, a different a, whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's a singer-songwriter project. Yeah, yeah. We have we have an old time record, or at least the song of us playing old time songs. Oh, very good.
0: Yeah. I'm curious which came first. Um, or did they come at the, the same songwriter time? Okay, came yeah.
1: first for both of us. Yeah. Um, And then I think, for whatever reason, you know, I think we were just playing in bands where we thought it'd be cool to have a banjo in the band. So we started learning banjo and kind of came at it from the back door. You
0: you both started learning banjo at the same time?
1: I think roughly, yeah. Cool. I think we, yeah, within the same year, it seems, you know, ish,
0: yeah. I think I've seen both of you make some Banjo on your bed posts on social media, and I think I've seen both of you say, Oh, I learned this tune from Palmer, or I learned this tune from Kendall. Yeah, and
1: that actually, uh, that ducks on the pond, I got that from Kendall.
0: Wonderful. Yeah, I like the idea of you both sort of being young baby banjo nerds at the same time, and like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, maybe like in awe of each other's playing, maybe a slight amount of competition and then also Definitely encouragement competition. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. I think rarely
1: I we, we admit to that competitiveness, but we frequently experience it. Yeah.
0: Well, you're both great. So it, you seem to be, so. it seems to be a generative mm. competition. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's mostly healthy, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I just, uh, You know, I feel like when we're on tour, one of us hears the other one, like, practicing, and we're just like, okay, I gotta go, and then all of a sudden, like, the room or the house is just full of two banjos, and it's just too much, but we can't let the other person, like, get on top,
0: you know. (laughs) Uh, That's great. That can all add to, like, a vibe on stage. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yeah, we're pretty regularly pushing each other. It's good. But then, yeah, that, that, that project's kind of funny because it's a double banjo project, you, yeah. know, and you have to be really <clears throat> really careful about the arrangements, you know, and have to...
0: Well, if you, like, bum-ditty over each other or roll over each other, it's the easy thing to do with two banjos going yeah. at the same time. Yeah,
1: it's all about creating space yeah. for the other person in that project, yeah.
0: Which requires a lot of agency on your instrument. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Less, no. Less, notes, less yeah. <laughs> notes, play quieter. All the things that banjos don't do normally. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah it's cool. I I appreciate it. I've ha- done my share of banjo duets, and it uh, it's really challenging. And the idea of having one person that you could regularly work on banjo duets with is an attractive idea mm-hmm. because you could really l- learn someone else's vocabulary and how to. Speak around them, mm-hmm. banjoistically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. So, when did I, I'm always curious about old time uh, three finger players mm. uh, because there is this kind of misconception that old time banjo is like is clawhammer banjo, and it's not. Mm. Right,
2: right. It's
0: just like for whatever reason, kind of what rose to the top is like the the sound that people think of. Yeah. And I'm curious, how did you navigate uh, figuring out what old-time banjo, three-finger style, old-time three-finger banjo was and how you wanted to interface with it? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, there's also some bluegrass vocabulary in what you're playing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I kind of, yeah, sometimes I have to be mindful to not put, like, a Scruggs lick in there or something, because it's a little too raunchy and it doesn't serve the tune. It's just kind of a little, you know, showboaty from my early 20s, you know? (laughs) So I have to yeah make sure that I minimize those, but definitely like the roll patterns of what Scruggs is doing is my you know fallback for playing backup and yeah. stuff like that yeah. yeah which fits really well I think you know because it still drives the same way
0: that you want a banjo to and um, people say Scruggs style but it's it's not like he. Absolutely. He didn't exactly invented playing invent- the banjo with yeah. three fingers. Yeah. yeah. He just
1: he was the famous one or, yeah. S- or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean Reno was doing the same thing at the same time and, and yeah, and they learned it from other folks, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious like uh, other than doing specific scrugs like licks, like how were were there any old time Three finger players that you like they were specifically playing that repertoire, or that you listened to, and yeah, you know, I guess how do you it was, find your tunes. It was kind of,
1: a, yeah, it was, yeah. Well, those are kind of different questions to me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as like how I came to what I what I'm doing or what I'm trying to do um, was kind of an amalgamation of experiences over time, I suppose. Um, I mean, like one of the things that happened to me was. Um, the, some of the earlier Foghorn records where they had a fingerstyle banjo player on there, um, and sometimes he was really getting after the tune. Yeah, you know, and I was like, "Whoa, you can you can do that!" You know, because I've always loved old time, but I've but never, you know, I had never gone after it myself. So that was really inspiring. Hmm. Um, also, what Bill Keith was doing was really inspiring, um, where he was. <clears throat> foregoing the Scruggs thing altogether and it was yeah. just like I'm gonna find a way to play all the notes the Fiddler is playing yeah you know um and so that was really inspiring um yeah and eventually I just kind of got myself to find a way to do it you know so I studied like Keith's fingerboard map strategies and uh and I don't know if what I do is is really remotely close to how Bill would have done it, but that's kind of how I how I got there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and as far as how I find the tune, I guess I just I take those Bill Keith maps and then put on a record and try to try to just rip off fiddle licks. Yeah, yeah. Great. Just be like, what does that fiddle do? The banjo's too loud on this record. Different record, you know. I'm just try to get after it, yeah.
0: Yeah, as a, as a fellow uh, melodically inclined banjo player, um, there is something kind of um, exciting and maybe tense about the audacity of trying to play uh, fiddlistically oh, <laughs> on intense. the banjo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, I don't know, there's something... There's a way to do it that's sort of didactic, and it's like, this is trying too hard, Mm -hmm. this is... You'd be better to leave some out and have it be more musical. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... Yeah, like, there's sort of, like, a a sweaty sound there, like, effortful, (laughs) you know? And you could hear the effort to try to do something that a fiddle would just do flippantly. Yeah, totally. Um, But then there's this kind of, like, in between kind of standard banjo playing and that, there's this there's this kind of middle space that's it's almost like this delightful almost like kind of queer space that's like where you can make it work and i don't exactly know what it is.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah
0: but i hear you doing it with with your oh with, well, with your picks I've and yeah i appreciate it, that yeah. yeah yeah all right not to call you queer <laughs> <laughs> no i think that suits me just fine great wonderful um,
1: yeah yeah i think it's important to like um i don't know sort of to like to make that statement you know that you just made but not to like make rules around it yes you know? and, I, and I think it's or because I think it's important to also be able to play strong backup yeah you know um, cause it's just prettier that way yeah where it just sounds like you're a part of the the tune and a part of the you know on the, the ensemble and part of the arrangement and not just like I you don't know showboating around like a bluegrass player
0: or something, you know? It's like... I
1: mean, it's really fun to do, but sometimes yeah. it's obnoxious to listen to.
2: You know?
0: Sure. And they have... I mean, I'm not in bluegrass circles that much, but they have all the same conversations, I think, too. <laughs> uh, I think they have
1: less conversations about taste than old-time okay. musicians do, you know? <laughs> I think, yeah. But, there are, yeah, there's a lot of crossover conversations.
0: Yeah. Well, can we play another tune? Yeah. What, what do you want to do next?
1: Um, oh, do you want to... Play uh, "Glory in the
2: House."
0: I, I was hoping you would say that because that's the the tuning that I'm in right. on the fiddle. So.
1: At the endings.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for letting me crunch along with you.
1: Yeah! I love that. (laughs) Sounds good. Have you been playing fiddle for a while?
0: Uh, I've been very casually playing fiddle for a while. For like seven years, but never practicing. Yeah. 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 Basically, just, you know, if there's like a jam and there's no one else there. From drunk, or mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah totally.
1: <laughs> I
2: own a fiddle too. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great way to put it.
0: Yeah, I play at and on and around with the fiddle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Hmm. So you're also part of uh, this. Um, I kind of I kind of consider it to be all one band, <laughs> but it's technically a bunch of different bands. You know, there's, like, the, like, the countercurrent, the deer crow, the choice wives. Oh, I see what you're You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's, like, this crew. It's like a collective. Yeah. It's like a, and maybe yeah. at one point you were all in Seattle, or some of you were, and now you're um, all in, like, Olympia, kind of.
1: I I don't know where Pink is at right now, to tell you the truth. I think she was in Edmonds at the beginning of the Pandemic or something? I'm not sure.
0: I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but it's like kind of in the you're all kind of in the space like between, yeah, yeah. Um, Olympia and and uh, Seattle, huh? Yeah. And Alex
1: yeah. is in Olympia now, which is really exciting.
0: But you but you're not from here. No, you sit yeah. back home in Minnesota. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I kind of I cut my teeth in Minneapolis, yeah. um, playing in a you know bar band string band.
0: What what kind of what kind of string band? Um, what kind of string bar band? Yeah, band? Uh, yeah. What, what was it? it? Is,
1: it is, uh, I guess you'd say, it was a bluegrass band. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was also like more like kind of songwriter driven, I guess, in a sense. Um, but we did play some uh, some bluegrass standards, you know, "Freeborn Man" and Picking a Pen" and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was more like going after bluegrass instead of it. And just, like, playing way too fast and uh way too drunk, way too early in the morning, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: So I guess was this after, then, Lois Pair got together? No,
1: that was was actually how I met Kendall.
0: Okay, very good. Um, Because
1: she was playing in a band called Blackberry Bushes, and there's a festival in Winona, Minnesota called the Boats and Bluegrass Festival, which is great. It's right on the Mississippi River, and you get a new rental with your ticket oh wow around the backwaters and they have bands playing on sandbars and stuff like that so that's amazing
0: so it's re- it's like half and half
1: yeah i mean yeah, depending yeah. on how you want to spend your time yeah yeah sure
0: um <laughs> i'm just here for the boats, <laughs> just for the boats. i don't I can, care for blue ass music yeah, leave it. <laughs>
1: um but yeah she had a band called the uh, black gray bushes which is an holy bass band also um And they had played, both of our string bands played that festival maybe, like, four years in a row. So we just met, you know, picking around campfires and all that. And then, gosh, I don't know, six or eight years later, you know, like, my, both of us, again, kind of serendipitously, like, everything was just sort of falling apart. And we were just kind of like, what, we need a new thing. Yeah. You know, um, I was like, I'm going to give this whole, like, you know, all all the folks in my band were, you know, having babies and getting promotions at their jobs and trying to cut back on the tour schedule and all that. Yeah. And, you know, and I had just, like, you know, gotten kicked out of my house and gotten a divorce and I was just like, I'm going <laughs> to go full time. <laughs> you know, like, nothing's holding me back. Yeah, um, yeah so I was going to, like, take a swing at, like, just making a solo record, but I was reaching out to a few people to try to, like, collaborate on some songs or trying to figure out how to get it going you know and kendall was just available yeah. you know I just wrote her an email and she's like cool let's make a double banjo songwriter yeah record and then yeah we started working on it we maybe did like <clears throat> a tour or two together and we were like we need a band name this is amazing so yeah so that's
0: how we right did. on yeah yeah i'm glad that she wasn't at that time um for 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 your sake and for the band's sake, uh I'm glad she wasn't getting promotions and having babies at the right. time, yeah <laughs>
2: right.
0: yeah, it sounds like it worked out
1: right, yeah, yeah, it's amazing when you think about all the things that just worked out because of the other things that happened, you know I don't know, it's a very vague statement, but you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> no, I get it, yeah, I'm also excited to cross reference her eventually, um yeah. when I have her on the show, yeah. and I'll hear. That side of the story And we'll, we'll compare notes Right And then we'll have you Both on And then Yeah
1: He just harassed me And wouldn't <laughs> stop Sending me emails And finally
0: <laughs> um, Let's play another tune What uh, yeah. what do you want to do next um,
1: <clears throat> Let's do that uh, When first Into this country Great A banjo duet Great Where did you
0: Where did you Get this This song I don't know this song
1: Oh yeah Um do you know Charlie Parr?
0: Mm-mm. Uh, I know the name, but I'm yeah, not he's, from he's that blues familiar. He's a guy. Yeah.
1: Um, does a lot of traditional material. Also writes a lot of songs. Really mm-hmm. prolific songwriter mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, he put on a record a long time ago. Uh, Might have been. Nope. I don't. I don't remember what record it was on. But yeah, I learned from him. Uh, cool. Learned it off one of his records. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know if I play it. Like he does anymore because I haven't listened to that record in a long time and that's the way things drift along. Yeah,
0: no, I like it.
3: To this country Stranger I came And I courted A fat maiden Nancy was her name And I courted her For love Yet her love I didn't know There, and they'd overtaken me And they carted me Away to the penitentiary they me. And they banged me
0: What a gorgeous song and arrangement of that song. Yes, yes. Good, good folk. Pro- I, I'll have to go listen to the Charlie Parr mm, yeah. version, but good, good folk process. <laughs> right. however, however, it changed it changed well. Right on. I yeah, like, I should I go like back that. and
1: listen to it too. Let's yeah. both go back and listen. Yeah. To it and talk about
0: it. Uh, that sure does seem to be uh, a thing. The other wants to integrate into society. An important part of integrating Finding a mate Right mm-hmm. The women They're like the property And now mm-hmm. you're threatening them And they're in danger And they're the most fragile thing And so like That's the reason right. It's just like the story Over and over and over yeah. again Whether you're now you An immigrant over, you're or
1: Chasing your dreams And we're yeah. gonna throw you in jail
0: Yeah Uh
1: Yeah a lot There's a lot there Yeah
0: the yeah. story Sucks <laughs> I hate it But it's so important And it yeah. makes sense that there's so many of them. Agreed. On that note, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, what else sucks? What else sucks?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, let's play another tune. I think oh, we have time for. We
1: could play a tune about another thing that sucks. Great. Um, Elk River Blues.
0: Yes. Yeah, that, that is a tune about. It. I always forget because it's instrumental, but it is yeah. sort of baked in to yeah. that melody, huh? something that sucks something that sucks yeah,
1: yeah. was well, it like uh, I don't I guess I don't know for sure if he like if he went down with the ship do you know that story like they built a dam Army Corps of Engineers decided to dam the river that his house was built on Elk River and uh, he refused to leave and wrote that tune as a legend as, a, as the river was rising. yeah I don't know if that's true at all but that's the way I remember the story but yeah, of I course he couldn't have gone down the ship because he had to record it. Exactly, I was going to say like that's a nice uh, little bit of epox. Sometimes there. I just gotta like
0: talk myself through these <laughs> stories. You know? Well, there's a, there's a whole uh, kind of tradition there of the last verses, and now I'm a ghost, or and now yeah. I'm in hell, yeah, totally. or whatever, you
2: know,
0: writing to you from <laughs> Satan's chambers. <laughs> right when you yeah. Yeah.
1: And we got it locked in there after a couple passes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's so fun playing um, fiddle with a three-finger player, because I start doing different things to to lock lock in. For instance, if I was playing it by myself, I would go... uh, But
2: with
0: you, it's... Because you're going, uh-huh. roll, 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 and yeah. it's just like, oh yeah, that's what works there. Uh-huh. And if I tried yeah. to do my thing, then I would have to do it with such conviction that it would like... Then I would be adjusting to... Or maybe, which, yeah. Which
1: I am also doing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah, that's great. I don't know if I've ever heard a three-finger version of that tune either. Thank you for doing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if
1: I have, I have either. It's kind of a mission I've been on for the last couple of years, is to try to yeah. collect these yeah. Collect these tunes in a way... Like, where, I, where I'm not learning learning them from a banjo player, but I'm learning them from the best guess as to what the fiddler is doing on the right hand. Yeah. yeah. And then, as far as the left hand, like, how I'm approaching it on the fingerboard, i just, like, stubbornly don't want to have somebody show me. I'm yeah.
0: Like, I don't know, find it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so the lowest pair mm-hmm. is sort of a big project. You have other things that you do. I, w- I will say about it, I was listening to it listening to it this morning and like you I think you can always tell when like an um, an Americana band mm-hmm. that, when that's all that they do versus what you do with Kendall which is uh you can you can tell that you're both nerds. <laughs> and that you're both playing music for pleasure and for nerdery and like doing things like, oh yeah, I'm going to like arrange Elk River Blues for Three Finger because I need to do it, you know? And like, you can always tell when there's like this like foundation of something underneath um, or above it, however you want to arrange, you know, but like, I think you can, you can hear it in the, in the music. And that's
1: great. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely both. Yeah, I I feel like when we first started playing together, you know, we sort of, we were able, I don't know, just right out of the gate, we were like, our our weirds mesh. Yes. You know, (laughs) this is amazing, you know, like people work on achieving that for years. Yeah. And we just kind of sat down in a hotel room in Fargo, North Dakota and started playing songs that we both kind of had in common and we were like, this is a thing. Yeah. This, is, this feels really good.
0: Yeah. But you also have uh, a, a solo album, and I do.
1: Yeah, I finally put out a solo record a couple years ago, which is all original songs. Great. Um, yeah, and I've been working on like some instrumental stuff for a future record, but that's pretty much not going much of anywhere right now. I sure. was hoping to make a Choice Wives record before. Um, Miles is Miles is going to grad school In New Mexico now So Um Choice Wives is on hiatus But that would have been A fun band
0: to make And Choice Wives Is the this. Is the one with Pinkajan Correct Yes, yes. Yep. Great mm-hmm. Yeah So where do Where do we go To buy stuff To stay up to date With music news For future records And
1: Yeah Etc um, I mean the lowest pair Is on all the stuff You know We're on all the platforms Great Um I think you can buy our records uh, from Bandcamp, um, stream it everywhere, and run all the social media stuff. Los Paris pretty easy to find. Um, and my stuff, similarly, is just Palmer T Lee. I think the .dot
0: com is without the period. You know? Sure. Uh. <laughs> Palmer T. Lee .dot com. <laughs> exactly. It's not what it
1: is. It's not Don't go there. Is, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, when I'm when I'm working up like a new arrangement for a tune, I'll usually put it on YouTube, you know, and Instagram, so you can find stuff there if you want to see, uh, if you want to, yeah, see me doing the, the things that I'm doing right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool. Thanks so much for coming out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I'm soaked. I've been waiting a long time to.
0: Likewise. Have
1: have you get back to me since I blew you off? A couple years ago that, right? that
0: is true I did it didn't work out and now we made it happen yeah so
1: I think good. I was I think we were going to meet up at the Old Time that then a, a ride fell through or some kind of thing like that or I don't know I didn't make it to the festival that weekend mm. yeah so well I blame you know other things but basically <laughs> it's someone that. else's fault it's surely <laughs>
0: <laughs> at least a little yeah well it was meant to be
1: yeah <clears throat> anyway, point is, I'm stoked. Finally got to.
0: What should we do for our final tune for the episode? Not counting our bonus track,
1: right? Um, do you want to take a swing at Tennessee politics? Yes. Yeah.
0: Let's swing at it. Let's, I'm still very much swinging
1: at this tune, but we could, yeah, we could slow it down a little more from what we were just doing. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: No, no. Uh, I had never heard. This tune, I was like, "Look, you said you wanted to do Tennessee politics." I was looking into it. I was like, "Where is actually John Hartford's version?" And then you told me why there isn't one. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, what are they? What is the book called? There's a book. I don't know if it's just John Hartford fiddle tunes. There's probably a better, more clever name for it than that. But yeah, a book, a book of fiddle tunes that John Hartford had composed but never recorded, and. I think the book is probably a couple hundred pages thick, you know, and, yeah, and some folks are starting to, uh, finally put those
0: songs on records. This tune's lovely. I'm really glad you introduced me to it. Yeah.
1: That was another thing that Kendall and I had in common, that John Hartford was our favorite weirdo.
0: (laughs) He's not normal.
1: (laughs) No. And I love that, like, I'm so happy for him that he just, like, had that one T and Gentle on my mind or whatever. Yeah. And then he got to spend the rest of his life just doing whatever the hell he wanted. He got a blank check. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to make, you know, a record of me making fart noises and tap dancing. And they're like, all right,
0: John. We love you. (laughs) (laughs) We trust you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sorry I kind of jumped that <laughs> No I love I just it just needed <laughs> to keep this theme You know the best
0: You can visit TheLowestPair.com to buy their albums Find out more about their band And visit PalmerTLee.Bandcamp.com To buy Palmer's solo album Winebringer I included links to those projects and their accompanying social media in the show notes for this episode. You can visit Get Up in the Cool by sharing the show with a friend or sharing and liking the video posts on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, and YouTube. And if you're able, please help fund this podcast by signing up at patreon.com slash Cool. You can order a mask, t-shirt, bag, sticker, or phone case at Get Up in the Cool's merch store. Visit pitchforkbanjo.com for my instructional clawhammer banjo series or to schedule a lesson with me. Check out my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set. It's available in all the same places as Get Up in the Cool. And again, everything I just mentioned is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thanks
2: for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.